Chapter Twelve of Irenaeus Against Heresies, Book Three. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anne Boulay. Irenaeus Against Heresies, Book Three. Translated by Alexander Roberts and William H. Rombaud. Chapter Twelve Doctrine of the Rest of the Apostles. 1. The Apostle Peter, therefore, after the resurrection of the Lord, and his assumption into the heavens, being desirous of filling up the number of the twelve apostles, and in electing into the place of Judas any substitute who should be chosen by God, thus addressed those who were present, Men and brethren, this scripture must needs have been fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost, by the mouth of David, spake before concerning Judas, which was made guide to them that took Jesus. For he was numbered with us, let his habitation be desolate, and let no man dwell therein, and his bishopric let another take. Thus leading to the completion of the apostles, according to the words spoken by David. Again, when the Holy Ghost had descended upon the disciples, that they all might prophesy and speak with tongues, and some mocked them, as if drunken with new wine. Peter said that they were not drunken, for it was the third hour of the day, but that this was what had been spoken by the prophet. It shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, and they shall prophesy. The God, therefore, who did promise by the prophet, that he would send his spirit upon the whole human race, was he who did send, and God himself is announced by Peter as having fulfilled his own promise. 2. For Peter said, Ye men of Israel, hear my words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved by God among you by powers and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as ye yourselves also know, him being delivered by the determined counsel and foreknowledge of God, by the hands of wicked men ye have slain, affixing to the cross, whom God hath raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be holden of them. For David speaketh concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand, lest I should be moved. Therefore did my heart rejoice, and my tongue was glad. Moreover also my flesh shall rest in hope, because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou give thy holy one to see corruption. Then he proceeds to speak confidently to them concerning the patriarch David, that he was dead and buried, and that his sepulchre is with them to this day. He said, But since he was a prophet, and knew that God had sworn with an oath to him, that of the fruit of his body one should sit on his throne, foreseeing this, he spake of the resurrection of Christ, that he was not left in hell, neither did his flesh see corruption. This Jesus, he said, hath God raised up, of which we all are witnesses, who, being exalted by the right hand of God, receiving from the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, hath shed forth this gift which ye now see and hear. For David has not ascended into the heavens, but he saith himself, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand, until I make thy foes thy footstool. Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly, that God hath made that same Jesus, whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. And when the multitudes exclaimed, What shall we do then? 
Peter says to them, Repent, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Thus the apostles did not preach another God, or another fullness, nor that the Christ who suffered and rose again was one, while he who flew off on high was another, and remained impassable but that there was one and the same God the Father, and Christ Jesus, who rose from the dead, and they preached faith in him, to those who did not believe in the Son of God, and exhorted them out of the prophets, that the Christ whom God promised to send, he sent in Jesus, whom they crucified and God raised up. 3. Again, when Peter, accompanied by John, had looked upon the man lame from his birth, before that gate of the temple which is called Beautiful, sitting and seeking alms he said to him silver and gold i have none but such as i have i give thee in the name of jesus christ of nazareth rise up and walk and immediately his legs and his feet received strength and he walked and entered with them into the temple walking and leaping and praising god then when a multitude had gathered around them from all quarters because of this unexpected deed peter addressed them Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us, as though by our own power we had made this man to walk? The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, the God of our fathers, hath glorified his Son, whom ye delivered up for judgment, and denied in the presence of Pilate, when he wished to let him go. But ye were bitterly set against the Holy One and the just and desired a murderer to be granted unto you. But ye killed the prince of life, whom God hath raised from the dead, whereof we are witnesses. In the faith of his name, him whom ye see and know, hath his name made strong. Yea, the faith which is by him, hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. And now, brethren, I wot that through ignorance ye did this wickedness. But those things which God before had shown by the mouth of all the prophets, that his Christ should suffer, he hath so fulfilled. Repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, and that the times of refreshing may come to you from the presence of the Lord. And he shall send Jesus Christ, prepared for you beforehand, whom the heaven must indeed receive unto the times of the arrangement of all things, of which God hath spoken by his holy prophets. For Moses truly said unto our fathers, your Lord God shall raise up to you a prophet from your brethren, like unto me. Him shall ye hear in all things whatsoever he shall say unto you. And it shall come to pass, that every soul, whosoever will not hear that prophet, shall be destroyed from among the people. And all the prophets from Samuel, and henceforth, as many as have spoken, have likewise foretold of these days. Ye are the children of the prophets, and of the covenant which God made with our forefathers, saying unto Abraham, And in thy seed shall all the kindreds of the earth be blessed. Unto you first God, having raised up his son, sent him blessing you, that each may turn himself from his iniquities. Peter, together with John, preached to them this plain message of glad tidings, that the promise which God made to the fathers had been fulfilled by Jesus, not certainly proclaiming another God, but the Son of God, who also was made man, and suffered, thus leading Israel into knowledge, and through Jesus preaching the resurrection of the dead, and showing that whatever the prophets had proclaimed as the suffering of Christ, these had God fulfilled. 4. 
For this reason, too, when the chief priests were assembled, Peter, full of boldness, said to them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined by you of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means has he been made whole, be it known to you all, and to all the people of Israel, that by the name Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which is become the headstone of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven, which is given to men, whereby we must be saved. Thus the apostles did not change God, but preached to the people that Christ was Jesus the crucified one, whom the same God that had sent the prophets, being God himself, raised up, and gave in him salvation to men. 5. They were confounded, therefore, both by this instance of healing, for the man was above forty years old on whom this miracle of healing took place, and by the doctrine of the apostles, and by the exposition of the prophets, when the chief priests had sent away Peter and John. These latter returned to the rest of their fellow apostles and disciples of the Lord, that is, to the church, and related what had occurred, and how courageously they had acted in the name of Jesus. The whole church, it is then said, when they had heard that, lifted up the voice to God with one accord, and said, Lord, thou art God, which hast made heaven and earth and the sea, and all that in them is, who, through the Holy Ghost, by the mouth of our father David, thy servant, hath said, Why did the heathen rage, and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth stood up, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord, and against his Christ. For of a truth, in this city, against thy holy son Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, were gathered together to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determined before to be done. These are the voices of the church from which every church had its origin. These are the voices of the metropolis of the citizens of the new covenant. These are the voices of the apostles. These are the voices of the disciples of the Lord, the truly perfect, who, after the assumption of the Lord, were perfected by the Spirit, and called upon the God who made heaven and earth and the sea, who was announced by the prophets, and Jesus Christ his Son, whom God anointed, and who knew no other God. For at that time and place there was neither Valentinus, nor Marcion, nor the rest of these subverters of the truth, and their adherents. Wherefore God, the Maker of all things, heard them. For, it is said, the place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness, to every one that was willing to believe. And with great power, it is added, gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, saying to them, the God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom ye seized and slew, hanging him upon a beam of wood. Him hath God raised up by his right hand to be a prince and savior, to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are in this witness of these words, as also is the Holy Ghost, whom God hath given to them that believe in him. And daily, it is said, in the temple and from house to house, they cease not to teach and preach Christ Jesus, the Son of God. For this was the knowledge of salvation, which renders those who acknowledge his son's advent perfect towards God. 6. 
but as some of these men impudently assert that the apostles when preaching among the jews could not declare to them another god besides him in whom they their hearers believed we say to them that if the apostles used to speak to people in accordance with the opinion instilled into them of old no one learned the truth from them nor at a much earlier date from the lord for they say that he did himself speak after the same fashion wherefore neither do these men themselves know the truth but since such was their opinion regarding god they had just received doctrine as they were able to hear it according to this manner of speaking therefore the rule of truth can be with nobody but all learners will ascribe this practice to all teachers that just as every person thought and as far as his capability extended so was also the language addressed to him but the advent of the lord will appear superfluous and useless if he did indeed come intending to tolerate and to preserve each man's idea regarding god rooted in him from of old besides this also it was a much heavier task that he whom the jews had seen as a man and had fastened to the cross should be preached as christ the son of god their eternal king since this however was so they certainly did not speak to them in accordance to their old belief for they who told them to their face that they were the slayers of the lord would themselves also much more boldly preach that father who is above the demiurge and not what each individual bid himself believe respecting god and the sin was much less if indeed they had not fastened to the cross the superior saviour to whom it behooved them to ascend since he was impassable for as they did not speak to the gentiles in compliance with their notions but told them with boldness that their gods were no gods but the idols of demons so would they in like manner have preached to the jews if they had known another or more perfect father not nourishing nor strengthening the untrue opinion of these men regarding god moreover while destroying the error of the gentiles and bearing them away from their gods they did not certainly induce another error upon them but removing those which were no gods they pointed out him who alone was god and the true father seven from the words of peter therefore which he addressed in caesarea to cornelius the centurion and those gentiles with him to whom the word of god was first preached we can understand what the apostles used to preach the nature of their preaching and their idea with regard to god for this cornelius was it is said a devout man and one who feared god with all his house giving much alms to the people and praying to god always he saw therefore about the ninth hour of the day an angel of god coming in to him and saying thine alms are come up for a memorial before god wherefore send to simon who is called peter but when peter saw the vision in which the voice from heaven said to him what god hath cleansed that call not thou common this happened to teach him that god who had through the law distinguished between clean and unclean was he who had purified the gentiles through the blood of his son he whom also cornelius worshipped to whom peter coming in said of a truth i perceive that god is no respecter of persons but in every nation he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is acceptable to him he thus clearly indicates that he whom cornelius had previously feared as god of whom he had heard through the law and the prophets for whose sake also he used to give alms is in truth god the knowledge of the son was however wanting to him therefore did peter add 
the word ye know which was published throughout all judea beginning from galilee after the baptism which john preached jesus of nazareth how god anointed him with the holy ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for god was with him and we are witnesses of all those things which he did both in the land of the jews and in jerusalem whom they slew hanging him on a beam of wood him god raised up the third day and showed him openly not to all the people but unto us witnesses chosen before of god who did eat and drink with him after the resurrection from the dead and he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of god to be the judge of quick and dead to him give all the prophets witness that through his name every one that believeth in him does receive remission of sins the apostles therefore did preach the son of god of whom men were ignorant and his advent to those who had been already instructed as to god but they did not bring in another god for if peter had known any such thing he would have preached freely to the gentiles that the god of the jews was indeed one but the god of the christians another and of all of them doubtless being awestruck because of the vision of the angel would have believed whatever he told them but it is evident from peter's words that he did indeed still retain the god who was already known to them but he also bare witness to them that jesus christ was the son of god the judge of quick and dead into whom he did also command them to be baptized for the remission of sins and not this alone but he witnessed that jesus was himself the son of god who also having been anointed with the holy spirit is called jesus christ he is the same being that was born of mary as the testimony of peter implies can it really be that peter was not at that time as yet in possession of the perfect knowledge which these men discovered afterwards according to them therefore peter was imperfect and the rest of the apostles were imperfect and so it would be fitting that they coming to life again should become disciples of these men in order that they too might be made perfect but this is truly ridiculous these men in fact are proven to be not disciples of the apostles but of their own wicked notions to this cause also are due the various opinions which exist among them inasmuch as each one adopted error just as he was capable of embracing it but the church throughout all the world having its origin firm from the apostles perseveres in one and the same opinion with regard to god and his son eight but again whom did philip preach to the eunuch of the queen of the ethiopians returning from jerusalem and reading isaias the prophet when he and this man were alone together was it not he of whom the prophet spoke he was led as a sheep to the slaughter and as a lamb dumb before the shearer so he opened not the mouth but who shall declare his nativity for his life shall be taken away from the earth philip declared that this was jesus and that the scripture was fulfilled in him as did also the believing eunuch himself and immediately requesting to be baptized he said i believe jesus christ to be the son of god this man was also sent into the regions of ethiopia to preach what he had himself believed that there was one god preached by the prophets but that the son of this god had already made his appearance in human nature secundum hominem and had been led as a sheep to the slaughter and all the other statements which the prophets made regarding him nine paul himself also after the lord spoke to him out of heaven and showed him that in persecuting his disciples he persecuted his own lord and sent ananias to him that he might recover his sight and be baptized 
preached it is said jesus in the synagogues at damascus with all freedom of speech that this is the son of god the christ this is the mystery which he says was made known to him by revelation that he who suffered under pontius pilate the same is lord of all and king and god and judge receiving power from him who is the god of all because he became obedient unto death even the death of the cross and inasmuch as this is true when preaching to the athenians on the archaeopagus where no jews being present he had it in his power to preach god with freedom of speech he said to them god who made the world and all things therein he being lord of heaven and earth dwelleth not in temples made with hands neither is he touched by men's hands as though he needed anything seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things who hath made from one blood the whole race of men to dwell upon the face of the whole earth predetermining the times according to the boundary of their habitation to seek the deity if by any means they might be able to track him out or find him although he be not far from each of us for in him we live and move and have our being as certain men of your own have said for we are also his offspring inasmuch then as we are the offspring of god we ought not to think that the deity is like unto gold or silver or stone graven by art or man's device therefore god winking at the times of ignorance does now command all men everywhere to turn to him with repentance because he hath appointed a day on which the world shall be judged in righteousness by the man jesus whereof he hath given assurance by raising him from the dead now in this passage he does not only declare to them god as the creator of the world no jews being present but that he did also make one race of men to dwell upon all the earth as also moses declared when the most high divided the nations as he scattered the sons of adam he set the bounds of the nations after the number of the angels of god but that people which believes in god is not now under the power of angels but under the lord's rule for his people jacob was made the portion of the lord israel the cord of his inheritance and again at lystra of lycia lacaonia when paul was with barnabas and in the name of our lord jesus christ had made a man to walk who had been lame from his birth and when the crowd wished to honor them as gods because of the astonishing deed he said to them we are men like unto you preaching to you god that ye may be turned away from these vain idols to serve the living god who made heaven and earth and the sea and all things that are therein who in times past suffered all nations to walk in their own ways although he left not himself without witness performing acts of goodness giving you rain from heaven and fruitful seasons filling your hearts with food and gladness but that all his epistles are constant in these declarations i shall when expounding the apostle show from the epistles themselves in the right place but while i bring out by these proofs the truth of scripture and set forth briefly and compendiously things which are stated in various ways do thou also attend to them in patience and not deem them prolix taking this into account that proofs of the things which are contained in the scriptures cannot be shown except from the scriptures themselves ten and still further stephen who was chosen the first deacon by the apostles and who of all men was the first to follow the footsteps of the martyrdom of the lord being the first that was slain for confessing christ speaking boldly among the people and teaching them says the god of glory appeared to our father abraham and said to him get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and come into the land which i shall show thee 
and he removed him into this land wherein ye now dwell and he gave him none inheritance in it no not so much as to set his foot on it yet he promised that he would give it to him for a possession and to his seed after him and god spake on this wise that his seed should sojourn in a strange land and should be brought into bondage and should be evil entreated four hundred years and the nation whom they shall serve will i judge says the lord and after that shall they come forth and serve me in this place and he gave him the covenant of circumcision and so abraham begat isaac and the rest of his words announced the same god who was with joseph and with the patriarchs and who spake with moses eleven and that the whole range of the doctrine of the apostles proclaimed one and the same god who removed abraham who made to him the promise of inheritance who in due season gave to him the covenant of circumcision who called his descendants out of egypt preserved outwardly by circumcision for he gave it as a sign that they might not be like the egyptians that he was the maker of all things that he was the father of our lord jesus christ that he was the god of glory they who wish may learn from the very words and acts of the apostles and may contemplate the fact that this god is one above whom is no other but even if there were another god above him we should say upon instituting a comparison of the quality of the work done by each that the latter is superior to the former for by deeds the better man appears as i have already remarked and inasmuch as these men have no works of their father to adduce the latter is shown to be god alone but if any one doting upon questions do imagine that what the apostles have declared about god should be allegorized let him consider my previous statements in which i set forth one god as the founder and maker of all things and destroyed and laid bare their allegations and he shall find them agreeable to the doctrine of the apostles and so to maintain what they used to teach and were persuaded of that there is one god the maker of all things and when he shall have divested his mind of such error and of that blasphemy against god which it implies he will of himself find reason to acknowledge that both the mosaic law and the grace of the new covenant as both fitted for the times at which they were given were bestowed by one and the same god for the benefit of the human race twelve for all those who are of a perverse mind having been set against the mosaic legislation judging it to be dissimilar and contrary to the doctrine of the gospel have not applied themselves to investigate the causes of the difference of each covenant since therefore they have been deserted by the paternal love and puffed up by satan being brought over to the doctrine of simon magus they have apostatized in their opinions from him who is god and imagine that they have themselves discovered more than the apostles by finding out another god and maintain that the apostles preached the gospel still somewhat under the influence of jewish opinions but that they themselves are purer in doctrine and more intelligent than the apostles wherefore also marcion and his followers have betaken themselves to mutilating the scriptures not acknowledging some books at all and curtailing the gospel according to luke and the epistles of paul they assert that these are alone authentic which they have themselves thus shortened in another work however i shall god granting me strength refute them out of these which they still retain but all the rest inflated with the false name of knowledge do certainly recognize the scriptures but they pervert the interpretations as i have shown in the first book 
and indeed the followers of marcion do directly blaspheme the creator alleging him to be the creator of evils but holding a more tolerable theory as to his origin and maintaining that there are two beings gods by nature differing from each other the one being good but the other evil those from valentinus however while they employ names of a more honourable kind and set forth that he who is creator is both father and lord and god do nevertheless render their theory or sect more blasphemous by maintaining that he was not produced from any one of those aeons within the pleroma but from that defect which had been expelled beyond the pleroma ignorance of the scriptures and the dispensation of god has brought all these things upon them and in the course of this work i shall touch upon the cause of the difference of the covenants on one hand and on the other of their unity and harmony thirteen but that both the apostles and their disciples thus taught as the church preaches and thus teaching were perfected wherefore also they were called away to that which is perfect stephen teaching these truths when he was yet on earth saw the glory of god and jesus on his right hand and exclaimed behold i see the heavens opened and the son of man standing on the right hand of god these words he said and was stoned and thus did he fulfil the perfect doctrine copying in every respect the leader of martyrdom and praying for those who were slaying him in these words lord lay not this sin to their charge thus were they perfected who knew one and the same god who from beginning to end was present with mankind in the various dispensations as the prophet hosea declares i have filled up visions and used similitudes by the hands of the prophets those therefore who delivered up their souls to death for christ's gospel how could they have spoken to men in accordance with old established opinion if this had been the course adopted by them they should not have suffered but inasmuch as they did preach things contrary to those persons who did not assent to the truth for that reason they suffered it is evident therefore that they did not relinquish the truth but with all boldness preached to the jews and the greeks to the jews indeed they proclaimed that the jesus who was crucified by them was the son of god the judge of quick and dead and that he has received from his father an eternal kingdom in israel as i have pointed out but to the greeks they preached one god who made all things and jesus christ his son fourteen this is shown in a still clearer light from the letter of the apostles which they forwarded neither to the jews nor to the greeks but to those who from the gentiles believed in christ confirming their faith for when certain men had come down from judea to antioch where also first of all the lord's apostles were called christians because of their faith in christ and sought to persuade those who had believed on the lord to be circumcised and to perform other things after the observance of the law and when paul and barnabas had gone up to jerusalem to the apostles on account of this question and the whole church had convened together peter thus addressed them men brethren ye know that from the days of old god made choice among you that the gentiles by my mouth should hear the word of the gospel and believe and god the searcher of the heart bear them witness giving them the holy ghost even as to us and put no difference between us and them purifying their hearts by faith now therefore why tempt ye god to impose a yoke upon the neck of the disciples which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear but we believe that through the grace of our lord jesus christ we are to be saved even as they after him james spoke as follows 
men brethren simon hath declared how god did purpose to take from among the gentiles a people for his name and thus do the words of the prophets agree as it is written after this i will return and will build again the tabernacle of david which is fallen down and i will build the ruins thereof and i will set it up that the residue of men may seek after the lord and all the gentiles among whom my name has been invoked saith the lord doing these things known from eternity is his work to god wherefore i for my part give judgment that we trouble not them who from among the gentiles are turned to god but that it be enjoined them that they do abstain from the vanities of idols and from fornication and from blood and whatsoever they wish not to be done to themselves let them not do to others and when all these things had been said and all had given their consent they wrote to them after this manner the apostles and the presbyters and the brethren unto those brethren from among the gentiles who are in antioch and syria and cilicia greeting forasmuch as we have heard that certain persons going out from us have troubled you with words subverting your souls saying ye must be circumcised and keep the law to whom we gave no such commandment it seemed good unto us being assembled with one accord to send chosen men unto you with our beloved barnabas and paul men who have delivered up their soul for the name of our lord jesus christ we have sent therefore judas and silas that they may declare our opinion by word of mouth for it seemed good to the holy ghost and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things that ye abstain from meats offered to idols and from blood and from fornication and whatsoever ye do not wish to be done to you do not ye to others for which preserving yourselves ye shall do well walking in the holy spirit from all these passages then it is evident they did not teach the existence of another father but gave the covenant of liberty to those who had lately believed in god by the holy spirit but they clearly indicated from the nature of the point debated by them as to whether or not it was still necessary to circumcise the disciples that they had no idea of another god fifteen neither in that case would they have had such a tenor with regard to the first covenant as not even to have been willing to eat with the gentiles for even peter although he had been sent to instruct them and had been constrained by a vision to that effect spake nevertheless with not a little hesitation saying to them ye know how it is an unlawful thing for a man that is a jew to keep company with or to come unto one of another nation but god hath shown me that i should not call any man common or unclean therefore came i without gainsaying indicating by these words that he would not have come to them unless he had been commanded neither for a like reason would he have given them baptism so readily had he not heard them prophesying when the holy ghost rested upon them and therefore did he exclaim can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized who have received the holy ghost as well as we he persuaded at the same time those that were with him and pointed out that unless the holy ghost had rested upon them there might have been someone who would have raised objections to their baptism and the apostles who were with james allowed the gentiles to act freely yielding us up to the spirit of god but they themselves while knowing the same god continued in the ancient observances so that even peter fearing also lest he might incur their reproof although formerly eating with the gentiles because of the vision and of the spirit who had rested upon them 
yet when certain persons came from james withdrew himself and did not eat with them and paul said that barnabas likewise did the same thus did the apostles whom the lord made witnesses of every action and of every doctrine for upon all occasions did we find peter and james and john present with him scrupulously act according to the dispensation of the mosaic law showing that it was from the one and the same god which they certainly never would have done as i have already said if they learned from the lord that there existed another father besides him who appointed the dispensation of the law end of book three chapter twelve